This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Mason Priebus, a.k.a. Trash Blah. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Jared Morgan. G'day, Mace. How you going, mate? I, I'm doing good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So what's been happening? So, so I've been on spring break, and... And so for Easter, my mom and dad got me a PS4. So yeah, yeah. we got a PS4. Yeah, (laughs) we already have a game for it, which is a game that I've been wanting for a very long time. What's it called? Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Oh man, I have seen that game. I haven't played it, but man, it looks good. Mm. What's your favorite part about that game? Okay, I just it's just really fun. I I I like that it has split screen like like the last game was didn't even have like split screen and it has more like character classes in this game and it has it even has a story which is really good. That's good. I miss the story mm-hmm. mode stuff from the first Plants mm. vs. Zombies when PopCap were mm. running the show and then they sort of yeah. sold out to EA and I think it kind of mm-hmm. really ruined it when they did that. Um, but yeah, the story mode's cool. I love Crazy Dave. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Is he still uh, in it? Yeah. Huh? He's kind he's of crazy. like... Yeah, yeah. He's still crazy, but he's animated kind of now. Mm. Yeah. So he doesn't, kind of... doesn't just sort of go there like... <laughs> He yeah. still does that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Anyways, awesome. I have someone joining me right now. Oh, have we got a guest? His name is Sharkbite. <laughs> yeah, right. My name is Sharkbite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't laugh at the Sharkbite. Now, tell me about the Sharkbite. <sighs> okay, Sharkbite. For those on Blab. We've got so, this pool. He has this thing, and I've been using him in my stop motion animation things. Yeah. So he's cool. pretty much been eating stuff. Yeah, that's What's right. his favorite food? What does he like to eat most, Shark Bite? What is he, what's his favorite, um, Tucker? Let me let him talk. My favorite is everything! <laughs> Yeah, his favorite. See, that makes sense. That totally <laughs> yeah. makes sense. He even right? has like, you know, two he's... rows of teeth. Hold on. Oh, wait, where's the camera? Actually... Where's the camera? Okay, there we go. See, it's kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, he does too. Yeah, he has two rows of teeth. You're extra nomming and much non-nomming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So... That's wicked. Yeah, I, I hope to have in the future have a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do stop motion YouTube on that? Well, kind of, yeah. I would put my stop motion in there. Also, I would do some gaming. Ah, yeah. I've got a mate um, in Australia here that mm-hmm. um, he his name is Perpsa HD, and he is a friend of one of my ex-colleagues. 
and he does YouTube um, streaming. I think he actually managed to get like some local sponsors as well. Someone like Ooh. put up a bit of money so he could get the equipment and stuff. And mm-hmm. he does, he's a prolific um, YouTuber. He does heaps of live streams. So I think it's the new world, mm-hmm. eh? Like mm-hmm. this is starting to become a thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good on you. Give it a go. You just yeah. got to try it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh-oh. I look forward to seeing some um, plant versus zombies um, stuff coming up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I probably will play as a chomper most because he eats zombies. Oh, yeah. Did I mention that this is the April Fool's slash Easter special? Oh, yeah. Really? I thought yeah. this was just normal. No, it's Easter <laughs> slash April Fool special. Also, I hope all the viewers missed us from being away last week, you know, for Easter uh, look, Sunday. Know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Mason. I think they might have. Mm. I don't mm. know. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon they would have missed hearing your dad <laughs> um, on the airwaves? Do you reckon? <laughs> well, since we might have missed him, here he is. You have no idea how long my son's been bugging me to do that. <laughs> he did pretty well, I have to say. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um... <laughs> pretty, it, was, it was all right. He's, he's had his uh, podcasting finished now. I think we might have unleashed a monster, though. He's now going to become a YouTube star. Oh, this has so... been a career goal of his for uh, probably about six months now. That's um... <laughs> what I was telling him. It's it's a thing. Yeah, now. yeah, it's like, a thing. I've got a mate here. I've just got a mate here who... Um, his son is um, a YouTube gamer, and he actually managed to get sponsorship and everything, so he could afford the gear and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And yeah, I told he's, him he he's just needs doing to, like he needs to figure out himself how to you know upload and do all that jazz. And, and mm. if if he can figure that out, then hey, more power to him. I just I don't want to uh, be responsible for you know. Okay, here's how we do the upload, and here's how we do this, and here's how we edit this. It's like. Because I remember what it was like when I was, well, maybe not his age, but, you know, certainly 12 to 14, where you would have no problem sinking all your focus into one thing for like four hours straight, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. No worries. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but considering the lack of patience he has for doing stop motion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. one of the hardest parts of animation you can do. Like, geez. You know, I used With to... The amount of... Actually, it probably started when I was his age, because I was in fourth grade also. Uh, one of my mm. friends came into school with, you know, pad of paper that had the uh, glue on the back, so you could actually make... Uh, the f- yeah. Flip cartoons. So we started doing flip cartoon animation, and the first ones that I did were horrible. I mean, like, yeah. terribly bad. Um it was all dependent upon how fast you flicked. And it was like, literally, you'd be like, flick, flick, flick. That's about how fast you could flick because I didn't understand the concept of animation. But then over the yeah. course of the next two years, I started uh, learning tricks, understanding what was going on. And then I was also watching the cartoons that I was watching on Saturday morning and trying to figure out how they were doing certain things. And yeah. by the time I was in eighth grade, maybe even freshman, sophomore in high school, I had made probably seven or eight books and they were continually getting more detailed. And it got to the point where I started learning how to cut 
angles um, all by doing the flip. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So again, wow. that's the deep hole that you dive into <laughs> when you're that age. What else you got to do, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make flip cartoons because, yo, I got the time. Right. I can do so, it. That's well, awesome. <laughs> so, hey, while we were away, there's all sorts of some stuff. Happened. There's some stuff, and it was all pretty much zen, if I don't mind zen saying. Kind of went, hey, you know what? We're going to just like release all the things. <laughs> and, uh, and it's going to be pretty cool because the stuff we're releasing is, well, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So the the first announcement that came by was, you know, I'm scrolling through my uh, Twitter feed and lo and behold, I see an announcement that says Alien Pinball. And I thought it was for Highway Pinball. And then I noticed, no, that's got a Zen logo next to it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, um, what? What? <laughs> Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, click, click, click. Let's look at this, and and it's so tantalizingly little oh, information about it. Right? All it says is <laughs> alien versus pinball. It's got a pinball that the reflection in there is of the alien egg, and then it's got part of an alien tail wrapping around the pinball and a predator claw coming over the top of it. And I'm like, oh heaven! So you reckon it's going to be based on the game? I. I don't know what it's going to be based on, to be honest. It's too early to speculate. It is. We can speculate because well, that's what we do. <laughs> well, actually, it's not entirely too early because this thing is coming, coming quick. Uh, Alien, National Alien Day or Worldwide Alien Day or whatever. Anyway, celebrating the movies. It's a day? Yes, apparently it's a day. I just read this and it's at the end of April. So I can almost guarantee you that this table is going to drop on that day. Um mm. Usually the Zen announced and released cadence is about a month at max. Right. Um, man, right. those guys are busy, right? Yeah. How uh, so the hell? I, I would, I would say VR <laughs> and they're doing um, this. Jared, you're jumping parallel. the gun. Uh <laughs> oh, but there's so <laughs> I think, yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to we'll it. We'll get to that. Um, yeah. So the, uh, I would, I would say probably within a week, We'll be seeing video footage of the table, yeah, and get a really good idea of what's going on. Um, they said they're dropping three different tables. Now, it specifically said aliens versus predator, mm. or, or excuse me, versus pinball. So that led me to believe that it was probably going to be based on aliens and not on alien. And that I had thought that that was because Highway had uh, the license to the alien, license but then somebody else alien. said that they had the license to both of them. Both alien and aliens. Oh, that's true. What they've done is they've they've essentially put two games in one. Okay. So you can you can select which movie you play uh, and the modes and everything because everything is displayed on that screen. Okay. Change based on um what movie you're playing. So it's pretty cool. Okay. So that's where I'm wondering what is the licensing agreement and what can Zen do that doesn't infract on what highway is doing. So if that's the case, maybe there won't be a standalone movie table of alien. Um, I think we're almost guaranteed an alien versus predator table. I, mm. I would guess that how about a colonial Marines table? Um, oh, yeah. as they like to do the, you know, those, you know, like they've done a stormtrooper table. Or something like that. Like, right. Spinoff. Yeah. And what was the one they did with the recent star Wars movie? The might of the might of the, Alliance or whatever it's called, right. the the first order, the one with the stormtrooper focus, Might yeah, the first, first order, order. Mm -hmm. the first order. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they've I done starfighters and and stuff. Yeah, so uh, mm. 
I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe they can get away with that. And then what the third table is, I have I have no idea what it would be. Um, no, because my, my initial guess was going to be it's aliens where it would follow the movie just like they do with the Star Wars tables, play out scenes and stuff, and then that they would do like I said, Colonial Marines and then an alien versus predator table. But um, I don't know. I'm it's excited. Be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see how they keep the pace up in the tables because you know if you're a fan of the movie you'll know that most of it happens in the last you know 30 minutes or so <laughs> of the movie and everything leading up to that is all sort of like the suspenseful stuff so well maybe that's <laughs> it maybe that it's maybe, it's all about the suspense maybe the last of, is where it all happens right you know you're you're building up for for the multi-ball and you're building up all the modes and then all of a sudden just everything hits and you're just like oh, oh my gosh what's going interesting, on wouldn't it? yeah Imagine like the the whole idea of the game is to stack everything, yeah. and then only when you've stacked everything, you can actually then play the the full modes of the table. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, but I frustrating. Just, I so badly want there to be a moment when you're playing the table, and out of the center of the play field, a chest bircher just bam, you know, cracks out. <laughs> you know, that's that's yeah. what I want. I would love it if they could do. You can guarantee there will be a chest burster somewhere in there. Like, it, it's and there'll be eggs. I reckon the pop bumpers pop will be eggs. be eggs. That's such an obvious. Yeah, yeah I would think so. Um, you know, the the extending mouth from the alien. That's a ramp. <laughs> yeah. um, or that could actually be a lock mechanism. Well, that's what highway the alien doing. grabs the ball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, so that mechanism on the highway pinball, does that actually extend and grab the ball, does it? No. Uh, I haven't seen video, but from what I understand, because uh, I think I've seen drawings. Um, mm. From what I understand, though, the tongue does extend out, and I think that's oh. what has the balls. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Oh. I could be completely that's, making things up in cool. my head. Because <laughs> you got to understand, right. that really does sound cool. This is this is it's my gonna be very favorite interesting. Mm. See, I am not super invested in the alien universe, oh. but I'm equally excited for this because I don't know. I think if they theme it right. Like highway has gone very green mm -hmm. on their table, which is probably the right move. I think there's been a lot of controversy about how they've like toned the colors, but really it is the alien universe. It's not supposed to be, you know, clown vomit vibrant, right? It's deep space okay, and if, horrible acid dripping creatures. You I mean, know? if there's any table <laughs> that I am fully willing to, uh, invest in the zen fantasy you know mm. aspects of pinball is this it's science fiction it's tables this. right i mean it's a no-brainer well like, i mean there's really. so many things that i yeah i want to see slime dripping i want to see like i said mm. popping out the thing i want to see uh uh if there is alien versus predator i want to see predator mode where all of a sudden the whole table goes black we go into heat vision mode and it's oh you know, yeah right I mean, wouldn't that, that would be, be sweet? Cool. And they could totally do it. I know. Because they're zen. They could absolutely go awesome. nuts. Um, mm -hmm. So you, you pretty much guarantee they will. Like, these guys, zen, are really, their designers are super passionate about pinballs. So imagine if they got a license like Alien. They'd be going, oh, what can we do with this? And they're just going to go to town. I hope like, so. I hope so. I am yeah. curious, again, if they wind up doing the Aliens table the quotes are going to be so neutered because <laughs> all the good oh, quotes are from Hudson <laughs> and yeah, they're pretty profanity everywhere. laced. So yeah, 
as long as they just bleep them out, it'll be okay. Like, I think as long as the quotes are there, but they're censored in some way, but yeah. I think it's going to be okay. Cause you'll, you'll know if you're a fan exactly what he's saying. So you'll go, oh yeah, that's, that's, you know, relevant to the thing that's happening on the table at the moment. But I mean, I even think about, uh, well, they've done it in a couple of tables, but if you think of what they did with Plants vs. Zombies, where, oh, well, you don't have that table, but um, no. the zombie, there's a mode where the zombies are getting closer and closer to your flippers, and you're having mm. to whack the bolt and knock them to get away. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Moon Knight. There was a mist, I think, that was coming closer, or, or uh, yeah. a black tentacle, something that was coming closer and closer to the filter, or the flippers. Yeah. Well, an alien, come on, make it motion tracker. The whole thing, playfield goes to a motion tracker, and it's going, whoop, oh yeah, whoop, and you got to flip the pinball because you think about what the motion tracker should look like. It's that arc, right? Yep. And you're at the center. And it's pretty much the arc of a playfield, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if if you're just hearing the pings of where the alien supposedly is, and your table is completely black, and all yep. you're playing off is of what technically is the motion tracker and flipping your ball up to the little blips. And then if you miss yeah. it at the last minute, all of a sudden, you know, it's like those internet videos that you watch where you're, the sound's really low and you're supposed to lean in close. All of a sudden does the jump scare and go, bah! When yeah. on, big old alien, you go, bah! That'd be, like I said, <laughs> It'd be amazing. It, it got my imagination fired and I was ex- very excited that entire day. You can guarantee that if you're thinking these things, you pretty much guarantee that the designers would have been probably going down the same path as well if they're fans of the of the franchise, which we could pretty much guarantee these guys probably are, or at least someone there is. Yeah, know. and this has the full license of this. Isn't just uh, them getting the 20th Century Fox license; it also carries the additional license of Fox Interactive. So. Ah. That's also extremely cool because that means that they are probably really on it with them and and giving mm. them lots of assets. Um, it made me think though with the movie, with the movie um, licenses. I know that Highway is being quite constrained in what they've been able to do. They've been given the asset pack, mm-hmm. and it's just the usual sort of general stuff that they've been given. But if they've been given the digital assets to a lot of the like the the video game stuff. Yeah. Well, that really does open up a huge amount of stuff they can do. Yeah, I mean, so long as the sound, you know, the sound package probably is going to be outstanding. I mean, get, from what <clears> they've done with the Star Wars uh, tables, I'm sure this sound package will be really good too. Um, I think this is a this is a a table set that would almost be mandatory to play with headphones or mm. a really good surround sound system because mm, if they yeah. exploit if they exploit surround sound like 5.1 surround, imagine hearing aliens coming from behind you while you're playing this game, it would be like amazing. Okay. Because I like to tangent. Uh, Mm -hmm. So (laughs) back in the day talking Mm. Atari Jaguar days. Oh, wow. Right. That's a throwback. Okay. So imagine this, my friend, he's got his Sony 32 inch XBR TV completely flat. It weighed only about 300 pounds. A lot of glass. Um, He's got his Atari Jaguar hooked up, and he actually has a surround sound system, which at that point, we're talking 93, I'm thinking? Probably 93, 94, somewhere in that vicinity. Um, Not a lot of people... Dolby Pro Logic. Yeah, we're talking... Dolby Pro Logic. Dolby Pro Logic, and not a lot of people had surround sound going on. He had it. Yeah. So he gets the Alien vs. Predator game. Now, if anybody's ever played it on the Jaguar... 
it was fantastic, really good, really freaky. Um, and it was first person shooter going around. Now I wasn't much of a player. He was the, always the, the game player. So I was the guy. And again, think about doing this back in the day, there wasn't a button that you pushed and a map came up. So I was sitting there with the graph paper, <laughs> actually mapping it, mapping out, out the levels <laughs> so that we knew where the wow. heck we were going. Um, and, oh. and so we're playing this game and, and as it, as we're doing it, the, the alien noises are just freaking us out and, uh, yeah. and everything. And we hadn't come across a predator yet. Hmm. And all of a sudden out of the, out of the one of the rear speakers, I hear that <laughs> the clacking noise. Right. <laughs> and we're like, did, did you hear that? Cause I, yeah, I heard, I'm like, turn around, turn around, turn around. He turns around. Don't, don't see anything. I'm like, okay. So we keep on walking oh. around a little bit more and, and, uh, and, and like I said, the game is very eerily silent and everything. And all of a sudden we hear this anytime. <laughs> and we're like, what? We're like jumping out of our seat. We're like, we are so about to get killed and we don't even know where it's coming from. <laughs> Other than yeah. it's behind us, you know, coming Somewhere. up the speaker, right? And sure enough, we, we turn around a corner. And there's an alien in front of us. We're like, ah, run the other way. So we run the other way and also <laughs> materialized in front of us. There's a predator. And we're like, ah, what are we doing? We're like, we, <laughs> we literally threw down the controllers and just walked out the room. We're like, we need a breather. Because <laughs> like, this is too much. <laughs> well, I mean, up until that point, you know, we've been playing Mortal Kombat and, you know, yeah. these fluffy Sonic games. We never, we hadn't played any survival horror at this point. So... Yeah, it was because that uh, genre was pretty new mm, in mm-hmm. like the early nineties. Like that was a that didn't really come into play until sort of mid to late nineties as a really and this solid is, genre, right? And and this is I mean, there was Doom, which was kind and that's of that's what I was going to say. Survival horror, yeah, yeah, that very was early. Say, Doom had come out. I don't know if Quake had come out yet. I I almost want to say it was probably right around that same time. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we definitely played Wolfenstein. So, yeah. But yeah, that first person shooter thing was very new at that time. Uh, but yeah, so that was, I remember being freaked out about that the and it was wonderful. Quake, for the record, was released on June 22nd, 1996. Okay. Mm. So we were talking According about to the internet. right in that same ballpark of, of mm. uh, where we're talking. Um, but yeah, so swinging back to. I want a pinball game to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> yeah. This will have the, yeah, this has the potential to do that if they get the sound right. It does make me uh, wonder I with mean, them having a, a close relationship then with Fox Interactive, if there was any other Fox movie properties that might lend itself to the pinball arena. And my first thought went to Die Hard. <laughs> oh, because you do realize the, in a sort of a, I don't know, this isn't, when I think of Die Hard, for some reason, I immediately jump to Arnold Schwarzenegger-style films. I don't know why hmm. it is, but... That was because like, that was the, the antithesis action. of Schwarzenegger films. It was the everyman hero getting his butt absolutely whooped until the last possible minute, which was not what an Arnold movie was about at all. Yeah, I don't know why I jumped to it, but I thought, oh, because... Yeah... I was going, well, I was sort of going, well, it's a little bit like Last Action Hero, which basically seems to be the next table coming out yeah. for um, Pimble Arcade. And, you know, I was going, hmm, it, it's going to be interesting to see 
if they do get digital rights to that type of thing, like having an action movie style? Because what have they done recently in Zen that's sort of like action movie style? They haven't really done anything like that. Have well, they? I mean, the Star Wars movies are action well, movies. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess um, they're action movies, but they're like a And any a of large, the Marvel tables. Yeah. They're, they're more comic fantasy, though. Like, I don't really... Okay. Well, you know, I think, like, not real life sort of... Well, I guess, again, you could say Star Wars is action movie, uh, real yeah, life. Yeah, because The Walking Dead, like, they based it off of the Telltale Games Telltale. version, yeah. not off of the uh, the TV show. So something in the same vein of Die Hard, you know, that gritty sort of action movie style thing, that there's not really that much in the collection that would uh, lend itself to that sort of um, genre. So it, it would be interesting to see how they would attack that. Yeah, so anyway, I, I like I said, it makes me curious to know what Zen has got up their sleeve because this alien one just uh, completely it's like, popped me upside uh, the yeah, face. Like aliens. And I went, hey. So then, like two days later, I think, uh, I see in the Twitter feed, there's a, uh, his handle is at Jerware. Um, and he did a review for uh, Adam's, uh, Adam Savage. The guys from Mythbusters, they have a site called Tested. Uh, And he posted a video of, A, him playing with the Oculus Rift, uh, Mm. the Zen VR, but also bringing in his own controller, which, dude, how much? I want the controller. I mean, he built, he basically used $100 worth of parts, built it out of foam core, used real pinball uh, table legs to get the right height. just had lying around. (laughs) Because you just do have pinball legs lying around. (laughs) Yeah, you know, um, and he he jerry-rigged this. I mean, it looked pretty simple the way he had assembled it. Obviously, I don't have a clue he used a how he did what he did, of, but when they showed the underside of the rig, it looked... Um, piece of hardware that will emulate um, controllers on PC, but the, the technical problem okay. he had or that he discovered was that the Oculus requires uh, an Xbox controller um, to work. So he had to oh, then, right. on his PC find software that would emulate an Xbox controller and still work with this, with this other okay. controller hardware. Um, but he did, he managed yeah. to do it and it plays really nicely. He's even got an accelerometer in there. Yeah. And, that, and so, so we got to actually see what the table looks like in action with somebody actually having the headset on it and looking around. And so of course they had the two windows, uh, you know, what's being seen on screen, then a camera that was actually on the guy playing. And, it was fascinating because you could see the guy, you know, actively looking over the top of the table and tracking the ball. And And what this guy made the, the point of is with pinball, a big part of playing it is mm. you tracking the ball with your head when you're playing the real thing. And whenever we play video pinball, it's always this yeah. static image. And so yeah. there's kind of a, uh, that's kind of the break in the reality, kind of one of those disconnects that we have from it being real versus not because, because uh, the guy that was working at the facility at, at tested, he mentioned, Oh, well, people have the video cabinets and he went, no, 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 this is still different because even the video cabinet, your perspective doesn't change as you move, no. you know, over it, obviously. And yeah, this the actual it 3D does. elements of the table move in unison with your headsets position. Whereas if you're just looking into like a, a pin main cabinet, um, with an LCD dropped into a cabinet, it doesn't change. Like, you can still track the ball with your eyes, yeah. but 
yeah, you can lean over anything and it just looks weird. Um, if you're trying, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, with this. So it got me cool. really, it got me really excited about what, what Zen had done within this. I was like, you know what? I wasn't really sold on the idea of VR Until pinball um, mm. before this video. And then I saw what this, you know, this in combination with having that kind of controller, I went, oh yeah. my God, this is that, that and really in the video, it. they really did bring up some valid points and that, you know, if they get this right, particularly um, if Farsight does decide to go down this and um, this path and actually do full Oculus VR, it's going to be interesting to see how it actually affects like real table sales. Because if you get this right, yeah. and you build a controller similar to the one on the tested video, I tell you what. Uh, that's a pretty cheap, like maybe two, two and a half thousand dollar for a really, really good PC that will drive Oculus and this and this controller, mm -hmm. which you can make very, very uh, economically. You've pretty much got yourself a pinball machine times 60 if you look at, um, you know, yeah. the, the pinball arcade collection. And just think what this will do when they bring out um, – the Stern offerings, which you can pretty much guarantee is the reason why Farsight is focusing on VR um, and is also currently doing a lot of improvements to their app um, and things like that because they're, they're laying the groundwork basically for when the Zen app um, releases. They're actually testing the tech now, I think. Um, yeah. So that will be very interesting to see exactly what happens there. That it's going to be pretty, yeah, pretty interesting. I think VR will be a shakeup for the industry. And I can definitely say by seeing that VR video, uh, Zen is absolutely correct in charging. Oh, totally. Separately this is a this. brand new game. It, like, There's a lot more to it than just yeah. a simple port. This is a lot more going into it. Right. And I would so not feel I right yeah, this. I don't. I don't fault them no. at all for. for this is very games. different. This um, is yeah, it's it's a new app. Don't don't be tight. Gives in a bit of money for this because, <laughs> yeah. If look, put it this way, if you're going to fork out two grand for an Oculus uh, Rift, you can fork out an extra what thirty bucks. I don't even know how much the DLC is, but you know, it, right? Just don't be a tight wad and and pay yeah. a bit of extra money. Um, <laughs> it's very interesting that the whole so, VR argument is is an interesting argument because I was listening to a podcast that um, is from this indie dev studio um, called Butterscotch Shenanigans and they were talking about people going oh you should like they've got a couple of games out on mobile Steam and like cross-platform games and they said you should make this Oculus Rift compatible and they were saying yeah that's all well and good to say that but at the moment, the Oculus Rift and other VR solutions form, you know, they were talking about activating controller support for their games, right? And they said, well, if we were to activate controller support for the games, that's quite literally 1% of the market on mobile and um, PC. Mm -hmm. So using that analogy, if we're going to activate VR support in our game, that is a fraction of the 1% of the game market. So right. for a lot of game devs, this whole idea of of activating VR posthumously in games is just too expensive for them to even consider. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see the adoption rates of VR 
and how game dev studios can actually schedule this in, I guess, and cater for the market. Because it is going to be, I mean, like I said, that, that price point it's is high, ridiculous. But <laughs> like anything, it's... think about how expensive TVs were, like 3D TVs were when they came out. Right. It's all about uh, technical ubiquity. And as soon as it becomes mainstream, then those are going to drop significantly. Um, and you just got to wait it out. As a as a non-early adopter, um, you've got to wait it yeah. out and wait until, number one, the tech is perfected. And number two, um, yeah, it's affordable. So speaking of early adoption, uh, the other, uh, uh, there was all sorts of things that blew my mind this week. But uh, the other thing that blew my mind this week, they uh, uh, Tesla just announced their mm. Tesla 3 uh, electric car. They, within 16 hours had 120,000 reserves. That's incredible, isn't uh, it? For which people put down a thousand, people put down a thousand dollars and then they would get to be able to reserve the car. Within 24 hours, they were at 180,000 reserves. And as of this weekend, they're somewhere in the vicinity of 240,000 reserves. Incredible. So, and the, the amazing part is the car doesn't even get, like, it won't even be in showrooms at the earliest until the very end of 2017, the if you just ordered the car now and you know you're at the you know number 231,000, you probably won't see this thing until yeah. 2020. <laughs> it's yeah, it's amazing. But you look at this thing and it's just a sweet yeah. piece of tech. And if if I knew that I could afford the car when it actually come out, I would want to put a reserve down too. I actually know a couple of guys that did put a reserve down. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful looking, looking thing. And especially when you compare that to what, uh, Chevrolet has their all electric vehicle called the bolt mm -hmm. coming out almost the same price. It's literally as if you took an iPhone and compared it to the old mm -hmm. Nokia phone and said, well, they both make yeah, phone calls they, they do. and we're going to charge you the same. Wow, and a thing that looks like a box. Well, and then we, and just even when you look at the interior, you got something that looks like a luxury vehicle mm. on the inside, and then the other thing looks like you know a Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Um, it's you know it's all plasticky oh, and just there's nah. nothing premium about um, it except for the yeah. price. <laughs> it's gonna be right. really interesting right. to see how Tesla um, link in this solution with their solar panel and battery storage solution as well. Um, that's going to be very interesting to see how they pair those two together. Because obviously if you're buying a Tesla, you want some way to recharge it economically. So, you know, having the whole. Well, they have the supercharger stations all over the place, which is ah. free to recharge. Um, and it only takes, uh, they're saying 20 minutes, I believe. So stop off someplace to go lunch, park your car, charge that bad boy. 20 minutes later, come back full charge. Bing, is bang, it actually a gone. direct cable in or is it inductive? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I don't think it's inductive. I think it's an actual because they were developing this oh, like, yes, snake that arm thing. that all you had to do was pull up <laughs> and looks, that thing plug looks right disturbing. in. And I think everyone said it when they said, <laughs> "Oh, yeah, that looks freaky as." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. That was pretty cool. Um, and 
Yeah. And then, of course, the other new thing that, uh, as my son mentioned, we did get a PS4. And uh, it's primarily for him to be playing Plants vs. Zombies, but also because I'm now get to play the Uncharted 4 when it comes out. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but I did immediately download Zen. And it did the, hey, let's check what you already have. And boom, all of a sudden, and it wasn't every single table. They selected 20 tables from the PS3 that they would oh, port over yeah. for free. Um, I guess that was something yeah. of their license agreement. But anyway, all of a sudden, I had a handful of tables that I'd already paid for yep. pop up. Have I downloaded Pinball Arcade no. yet? No. Because, <laughs> yeah. What's no the point? Right. Yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no cross-play, and I've already got all the tables on the PC. So, and I've, I mean, I stopped buying, I only bought the first two seasons on mm. PS3, but it's like, I'm not going to rebuy no, any of those, you know, and, and it, especially when this other company gave yeah. them to me for free. So it does fall back into that category of, like I said, I understand charging when you completely redo mm. everything and build this thing like Zen did with the VR. But when you're just porting a table over to a new system, uh, I definitely fall into the, uh, that camp. And there's been oh, those yeah. arguments of why it should be charged. Why forward. should discussion on the forums, but the reality is I get this thing. I immediately downloaded one company's app. I didn't even bother yep. with the others. So, um, you know, uh, the the other thing that I was very, I'd actually ordered it before we, I knew that we were getting the PS4, um, but I ordered a PS4 controller to play on my PC with because I was doing some reading and they were saying that uh, it hooks up really nicely with, oh. with your PC. I was... I've been getting really frustrated with the... Uh, it's not the lag on my Logitech controller. It's just that the connection would suddenly oh, cut right. out. So, obviously, you're playing pinball, and I flip the flipper, and the flipper doesn't go, and then all of a sudden, uh. it goes. Because it regained the connection. So, you can imagine whenever I'm playing the tournament of the month, and that <laughs> happens... <laughs> Rage! Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's time to get so a wide controller. That's all I'm saying. Right. So I decided to get a wired controller. So I ordered up uh, from Amazon. I was looking at all the reviews or whatever, and I ordered one that looked the most like a PlayStation controller that had rumble, that the key layout was, uh, wasn't was triangles and squares and circles, though, but it was the um, ABXY. Yep. And uh, so I got this controller, plugged it in, Computer immediately recognized it as an Xbox 360 controller, and I couldn't get it to work for me for the life of me on Pinball uh, oh, Arcade. At all. And, at all. And it was driving me. I could get it to work immediately on every other game I had. Could not get it to work on Pinball Arcade. So I'm bashing my head around on this, trying to figure this out. And it now, this entire time, I still had my... Logitech controller, the the wireless dongle or the USB thing, still on yeah. in my computer. Well, it turns out that Pinball Arcade only recognizes one controller, nice. and it's whatever the first controller is that's plugged in. That's controller one. It will not recognize any other okay. controller. I guess it's um... which sucks. Well, yes and no, because I mean, 
you're sort of going, well, if I'm going to play the game, it's either pass the controller as a, you know, a way of like having multiplayer games or, you know, I don't really think you'd need more than one. Well, here's the, here's the deal for me is like in this case, because I had a wireless controller, I just want to leave it plugged into my computer, right? If I choose not to use that controller and I want to plug in an Xbox 360 controller, then I want to be able to plug in and play with that. Any of these other games that I was playing on Steam allowed me to do just that. It's whatever controller I pick up and I push the button on, that's the controller that's now in control, mm. right? All the I mean, I tested a bunch of games in my Steam account and all of them worked as soon as I unplugged. No, you know, I could go back to the other one, plugged in. Yep, that's the one that's yep. going to do, right? Pinball Arcade, no, sir. Right. Not a bit. So finally it was like, okay, I have to actually disconnect the Logitech controller and then plug in this other wired controller. So I did, and I'm playing it, and the rumble on it was so minuscule. It was just like, I was like, is it even working? Yeah. Is it even on? It was like barely. Now, on my Logitech con- controller, it's not that strong either. On the Xbox controller, it's really nice Chunky. and yeah. robust. All right. So that was also, it was like, oh, God, I don't want this controller either. So... I'd made my complaint on the forum and somebody mentioned that, oh, well, with the PS4 controller, you can, and you use this uh, download called DS for Windows. You can actually set the vibration strength and you can set all the, all these parameters. I was like, okay, fine. So I found it. uh, I I picked up the controller for like 33 bucks Mm because it's on discount. Um, So I was like, sweet. That's, you know, fine. I'd pay 20 for this. I'll pay an extra 13 for a much better controller. And then, of course, it turns out great because then we got the PS4. So now we have that's controllers. All good, yeah. That's all happy. Um, that's all good. So I plugged it in last night to try it out. And it took a little work to, there were some things to download and everything to, to get to work and function. Um, but startup uh, Pinball Arcade. And the rumble is really nice and strong. The buttons are nice and reactive. So I'm really happy on that. The only thing that I had to do was that um, with Pinball Arcade, it so badly wants the Xbox Mm. controller that now obviously the D-pad and the analog stick on the left are, you know, swapped uh, for Xbox versus uh, PlayStation. So when you go to nudge in Pinball Arcade, you're back to having to nudge with the D-pad instead of the analog stick. Fortunately, with the DS for Windows, you can set up another profile on your controller. And so I set it up and swapped the two, reversed them so that my nudging is back on on the stick. Yeah, on the left. Because then whenever I go and play Zen, well, it does it exactly like my PS4 Mm -hmm. controller with nudging being on the analog stick. But one thing I did do that I thought, hey, this is kind of interesting. I'm, I'm not using it, but it worked. It actually worked really good while playing the Zen table. Was you can also set up the six axis of the controller, and so I set that oh. up for nudging. I I said, oh, well, if I, you know, shift right, that's my nudge right. If I shift left, that's up and down. And so I was playing it, and sure enough, I could just shake the controller, oh. and it would nudge in the direction that that's I took. I went, ooh, that'll work really good if you then wound up doing, you know, building your own controller box. It's basically because um, yeah, it would do the nudges. Just put one of those in the um, in the box, and it will just do it for you. You use the accelerometer on the thing. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. 
Yeah. So it's pretty groovy. So I'm happy with the uh, PS4 controller. The Logitech controller is permanently disconnected, and uh, who knows when that'll be There's used an again. app. For those <laughs> who want to use controllers on Android, there's an app called Six Axis, and as the name suggests, it's for uh, PS4 controls, and probably by far, it is the best app for control support on Android if you don't have a tablet that automatically accepts a controller like the Shield tablet. Um, the thing I really miss on the Shield tablet is that its controller doesn't have any rumble functionality at all. Um, so it, it's oh. just like a really passive experience. And it doesn't have any sensors in the controller, yeah. so you can't use it as a um, as an accelerator, accelerometer um, aware controller. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like if I ever ditch the Shield tablet, I will need to go back to um, the 6-axis um, app. And I think it'd be one of those things where I buy a um, PS4 controller, which it has support for now. And yeah, I'm pretty sure it actually it has like a, a pass-through mode. So if an app supports it, um, it will, yeah, it will actually nice. allow you to get vibration. So that would mean that Zen would vibrate um, for me because it has um, mm. haptic feedback. Um, and that, see, that's a key. Pom- that's a key component mm. for me with playing pinball. It's why I don't really care for playing either, well, especially on a phone, but even on my wife's iPad, I want that sensation. I want the mm. rumble. I want to feel the pop bumpers popping. It's so a part of actual yep. pinball, the feeling of the mechanics. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's why I was going through hell and high water trying to find a controller would that would, uh, I'd be I happy. A lot with. of the time, a yeah. good lesson here for everyone is like, if you want the best experience, pay the money because generally speaking, the knockoff ones you get from China, uh, the controllers, they aren't up to scratch <laughs> at all. And in most yeah. cases, they cheap yeah. out in the circuitry. So any controllers I've got from overseas, what they often do is they overload certain um, uh, paths on the IC. So one path will, like on an analog stick, they'll they'll like try and like fudge up one of the axis um, on both of the sticks, so it uses one path. Oh, okay. And that completely screws you if you're mm-hmm. trying to configure any analog stuff on the controllers. So, yeah, mm-hmm. buy a reputable brand. And um, if whatever the, the most commonly available controller is that's good, um, uh, you got to, yeah, use the good stuff and you'll have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of good stuff... Have you visited our t-shirt website? You should go to represent.com forward slash blockade dash t-shirt and order yours. Show your support for our podcast. Make your friends jealous and send traffic our way. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Hey, also, don't forget to uh, visit our actual website. We do have a website now, blockade.com. Blockadepinball.com. You can... Blockade Pinball, yeah. excuse me, yeah, Blockade Pinball. Um, all of our uh, uh, podcasts are mm-hmm. there, uh, so you can check them out and download from there. Um, also, uh, hey, if you want to play Plants vs. Zombies against my son, his Sony username is Trash underscore uh, dash oh. Bois, B-W-A-H. Um yeah, he used to be into these little toys called Trashies, and he also likes the Raving Rabbit toys go, Bwah! Oh, yeah. So, 
there's where his username Makes came sense. from. Anyway, because uh, yeah, um, currently he has two oh. friends, one of them being me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and and I can't. Well, well, now that we have split screen, I can't play at the mm. same time as him. But um, yeah, uh, what other bits of business? Oh, thank you. Yes, table mm. of the week. Uh, table of the week, as selected by Pinball Wiz, 45B will be Jackbot. Jackbot. Yes, Jackbot. Because you didn't play Pinbot enough, you get to play That's Jackbot. Right. Although I do enjoy Jackbot a whole hell of a lot more yeah, than Pinbot. It's it's good fun. Good, good fun indeed. All right. Well, we shall be out of here. I was going to, uh, I was supposed to go to my uh, league tournament today um unfortunately i've had car issues and could not drive to league today (laughs) yeah whoops and unfortunately it's the start of the new season too so i'm missing out on the very first yeah opener that sucks first which means when i go play next month i'm going to be the fourth player on every single table i play because i'll have Uh no point (laughs) yeah that sucks that does suck Mm. yep it sucks, but we move on. All right. Hey, we will be back again next week. We'll, you know, who knows what we'll talk about then? Because who knows what uh, what new pinball treats might drop? Considering how many dropped in yeah. this one week, who knows what's uh, going to happen? <laughs> that's right. The world of pinball is indeed that's variable. Right. Well, he has been Jared Morgan. I have been Shut Your Trap, aka Chris Freebus. We shall see you all again in the blockade next week. See you later. Take care. WizardAmusement.com, the West Coast leader in classic pinball. Makers of custom pinball shooter rods to buyer specifications. Swap out your standard ball plunger with something themed to your specific table. Installs in less than five minutes with no custom tools. Even if you don't own the table, looks great as a pinball memento to admire. Prices start at $39, but mention Blockhead Podcast to receive 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.